You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. Hello there and welcome to the readings for the 28th of July. The first chapter we'll be reading is the second book of Samuel in chapter 14. So Joab the son of Zeruiah perceived that the king's heart was concerned about Absalom <clears throat> and jo- Joab sent her to Koa and brought from there a wise woman and said to her please pretend to be a mourner and put on mourning apparel do not anoint yourself with oil but act like a woman who has been mourning for a long time for the dead go to the king and speak to him in this manner so Joab put the words in her mouth. And when the woman of Tekoa spoke to the king, she fell on her face to the ground and prostrated herself and said, Help, O king. Then the king said to her, What troubles you? And she answered, Indeed, I am a widow. My husband is dead. Now your maidservant has two sons, and the two fought with each other in the field, and there was no one to part them. But the one struck the other and killed him. And now the whole family has risen up against your maidservant, and they said, Deliver him who struck his brother, that we may execute him for the life of his brother whom he killed. And we will destroy the heir also, so they would extinguish my ember that is left, and leave to my husband neither the name nor remnant on the earth. Then the king said to the woman, Go to your house, and I will give orders concerning you. And the woman of Tekoa said to the king, O my lord, O king, let the iniquity be on me and on my father's house, and the king and his throne be guiltless. So the king said, Whoever says anything to you, bring him to me, and he shall not touch you any more. And she said, Please let the king remember the Lord your God, and do not permit the avenger of blood to destroy any more, lest they destroy my son. And he said, As the Lord lives, not one hair of your son shall fall to the ground. Therefore the woman said, Please let your maidservant speak another word to my lord, the king. And he said, Say on. So the woman said, Why then have you schemed such thing against the people of God? For the king speaks this thing as one who is guilty, in that the king does not bring his banished one home again. For we will surely die and become like water, spilled on the ground, which cannot be gathered up again. Yet God does not take away a life, but he devises means so that he... His banished ones are not expelled from him. Now therefore I have come to speak of this thing to my lord, the king, because the people have made me afraid. And your maidservant said, I will now speak to the king. It may be that the king will perform the request of his maidservant. For the king will hear and deliver his maidservant from the hand of the man who would destroy me and my son together from the inheritance of God. Your maidservant said, The word of my lord, the king, will now be comforting, as... For as the angel of God, so is my lord the king in discerning good and evil. May the lord your God be with you. Then the king answered and said to the woman, Please do not hide from me anything that I ask you. And the woman said, Please let my lord the king speak. So the king said, Is the hand of Joab with you in all this? And the woman answered and said, As you live, my lord the king, no one can turn to the right hand or to the left. From anything that my lord the king has spoken. For your servant Joab commanded me, 
and you put all these words in the mouth of your maidservant. To bring about this change of affairs in your servant Joab has done this thing, but my lord is wise, according to the wisdom of the angel of God, to know everything that is in the earth. And the king said to Joab, All right, I have granted this thing. Go therefore, bring back to the young man Absalom. Then Joab fell to the ground on his face and bowed himself and thanked the king. And Joab said, Today your servant knows that I have found favour in your sight, my lord, O king, in that the king has fulfilled the request of his servant. So Joab arose and went to Geshur and brought Absalom to Jerusalem. And the king said, Let him return to his own house, but do not let him see my face. So Absalom returned to his own house, but did not see the king's face. Now in all Israel there was no one for who was praised as much as Absalom for his good looks. From the sole of his foot to the crown of his head there was no blemish in him. And when he cut the hair of his head, at the end of every year he cut it because it was heavy on him. When he cut it, he weighed the hair of his head at two hundred shekels according to the king's standard. So Absalom were born three sons and one daughter, whose name was Tamar. She was a woman of beautiful appearance. And Absalom dwelt two full years in Jerusalem, but did not see the king's face. Therefore Absalom sent for Joab to send him to the king, but he would not come to him. And when he sent again the second time, he would not come. So he said to his servants, See, Joab's field is near mine, and he has barley there. Go and set it on fire. And Absalom's servants set the field on fire. Then Joab arose and came to Absalom's house and said to him, why have your servants set my field on fire? And Absalom answered Joab, Look, I send to you, saying, Come here, so that I may send you the king to say, Why have I come to Ge from Geisha? It would be better for me to be there still. Now therefore, let me see the king's face, but if there is iniquity in me, let him execute me. So Joab went to the king and told him. And when he had called for Absalom, he came to the king and bowed himself on his face to the ground before the king. Then the king kissed Absalom. The second of the readings is from Jeremiah in chapter 18. And the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause you to hear my words. And I went down to the potter's house, and there he was making something out of the wheel. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter, so he made it again into another vessel, and it seemed good to the potter to make. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter, says the Lord? Look, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. The instant I speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom, to pluck up and pull down and to destroy it, if that nation against whom I have spoken turns from its evil, I will relent from the disaster that I thought to bring upon it. And the instant I speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to build and to plant it, if it does evil in my sight so that it does not obey my voice, then I will relent concerning the good which I have said I would benefit it. Now therefore speak to the men of Judah and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I am fashioning a disaster and devising a plan against you. Return now, everyone, from his evil way, and make your ways and your doings good. And they said, That is hopeless. 
So we will walk according to our own plans, and we will every one obey the dictates of his evil heart. Therefore, thus saith the Lord, Ask now among the Gentiles, who has heard such things? The Virgin of Israel has done a very horrible thing. Will a man leave the snow water of Lebanon, which comes from the rock of the field? Will the cold flowing waters be forsaken for strange waters? Because my people have forgotten me, they have burned incense to worthless idols, and they have caused themselves to stumble in their ways. From the ancient path to walk in pathways and not a highway, to make their land desolate and a perpetual hissing. Everyone who passes by it will be astonished and shake his head. I will scatter them as with an east wind before the enemy. I will show them the back and not the face. In the day of their calamity. Then they said, Come and let us devise plans against Jeremiah, for the law shall not perish from the priest, nor counsel from the wise, nor the word from the prophet. Come and let us attack him with the tongue, and let us not give heed to any of his words. Give heed to me, O Lord, and listen to the voice of those who contend with me. <clears throat> shall evil be repaid for good, for they have dug a pit for my life. Remember that I stood before you to speak good for them, to turn away your wrath from them. Therefore deliver up their children to the famine, and pour out their blood by the force of the sword. Let their wives become widows, and bereaved of their children. Let their men be put to death, their young men be slain by the sword in battle. Let a cry be heard from their houses, when you bring a troop suddenly upon them. For they have dug a pit to take me, and hidden snares for my feet. Yet, Lord, you know all their counsel, which is against me to slay me. Provide no atonement for their iniquity, nor blot out their sin from your sight, but let them be overthrown before you. Deal thus with them in the time of your anger. The third of the readings for the 28th of July is from Romans chapter 1 and 2. Paul, a bondservant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to the gospel of God, which he promised before through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his son Jesus Christ our Lord, who was born of the seed of David according to the flesh, and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead. Through him we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations, for his name among who you are all called of Jesus Christ. To all who are in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers, making request if, by some means, now at last, I may find a way in the will of God to come to you. For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift, so that you may be established, that is, that I may be encouraged together with you by the mutual faith, both of you and me. Now I do not want you to be unaware, brethren, that I often planned to come to you, but was hindered until now, that I might have some fruit among you also, just as among the other Gentiles. I am a debtor to both Greeks and to barbarians, both to wise and unwise. So as much as in me, I am ready also to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome also. For I am not ashamed 
of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jews first and also for the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed on heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who suppress the truth in unrighteousness, because what they may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his internal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds, and four-footed animals and creeping things. Therefore God also gave them up to uncleanliness, in lusts of their heart, to dishonour their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for a lie, and worshipped, and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason God gave them up to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, men with men committing what is shameful, and receiving in themselves the penalty for their error which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind, and to do those things which are not fitting. Being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness, they are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who, knowing the righteous judgments of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only to do them, but also have pleasure in them. Therefore you are inexcusable, O man, whatever you are who, who judge. For in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you who judge practice the same things. But we know that the judgment of God is according to the truth against those who practice such things. And do you think this, O man, you who judge those practicing such things, doing the same, that you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? But in accordance with your hardness and your impenitent heart, you are treasuring out for yourself wrath in the days of wrath and revelation for the righteousness judgments of God who will render to each one according to his deeds eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing good seek for glory honour and immortality but to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth but obey unrighteousness indignation and wrath tribulation and anguish on every soul of a man who does evil from Jew first also to the Greek but honour glory and peace to everyone who works what is good, for to the Jew first and also to the Greek, for there is no partiality with God. For as many have sinned without the law, will also perish without the law. And as many have sinned in the law, will be judged by the law. For not the hearts hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. 
For when Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do the things in the law, these, although not having the law, are the laws themselves, who show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and between themselves their thoughts accusing or else excusing them. In the day when God will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ, according to my gospel. Indeed, you are called a Jew, and rest on the law, and make your boast in God, and know his will, and approve the things which that are excellent, being in instructed out of the law, and are conf confident that you yourself are a guide to the blind, a light to those who are in darkness, an instructor of the foolish, a teacher of babes, having the form of knowledge and truth in the law. You therefore who teach another, do you not teach yourself? You who preach that a man should not steal, do you steal? You who say, do not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who abhor idols, do you rob temples? You who make your boast in the law, do you dishonour God through breaking the law? For the name of God is blasphemed amongst the Gentiles because of you, as it is written. For circumcision is indeed profitable if you keep the law, but if you are a break of the law, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. Therefore, if an uncircumcised man keeps the righteous requirements of the law, will not his uncircumcision be counted as circumcision? And will not the physicality, uns physically uncircumcised, if he fulfils the law, judge you, who even with your written code and circumcision, are a transgressor of the law? For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor in circumcision which is outward in the flesh, but he is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, not in the letter, whose praise is not from men, but from God. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. You can email us at bt f at cdvideo.org If you enjoyed the episode, then please share it with others. Until next time, may God bless you in your studies and your walk towards God's kingdom. Amen.